0: Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you are looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay. I'm looking to get back into doing weekly shows, and let's see where this one goes. All right, so this one's going to be based on an accountability, winning and losing, and Why did you win? Why did you lose? Um, I was thinking the other day when you take a sports analogy and your basketball team wins, it wins. Your basketball team loses, it loses. Your football team wins or loses. But in baseball and in hockey, you don't hear about it as much as in soccer, but in baseball, your team has a win-loss record, but also your pitcher has its own individual win-loss record or the hockey team has a win-loss record, and then the goalie has his own individual win-loss record. When I was playing soccer in a local over-30 league, uh, I was the keeper of the goalie, and we had a stretch of three games where I gave up two goals in one game, zero goals in the next game, and one goal in the third game, and I had three consecutive ties, and I was frustrated. It's like, why can't you put the ball in the net on the other side of the field? So you get that pitcher that gives up and a run and win or loses the game one nothing but you have a first baseman that came up and struck out three times with a runner on third base how come the first baseman doesn't get a loss where is his accountability to that loss why does the pitcher get pinned with a loss when those nine guys in the lineup that hit couldn't do their job efficiently or the manager called for a hit and the guy struck struck out where you could have Asked him to drop the bunt, move the runner over, and now he's in scoring position. And you have situations where you have games and teams, you have relationships, that it takes both people or the full team to win, or it takes both people or the full team to lose. And I recently had a relationship where I spoke to the other party and said, hey, This is what I need. This is what I need. This is what I need. I am just going over things that were not working right, that needed to be adjusted, changes needed to be made, and they were never made. So, time to move on. And you get the thing where it's like, you did everything wrong. You left wrong. You didn't do this. It's like, but I spoke to you. I had conversations with you. So, how is the blame on me or on that one party that it's all their fault? And Again, we have team efforts where we're successful as a team, or we're unsuccessful as a team. There's no cases, very few cases, where it's all one person's. I'm going to use the word fault. And how is it that it's so difficult to to sit back and and say, you know what? Now that I look at it, you're right. I could have done X, Y, Z. You know what? I remember you requesting I and mean, this change, and I never did do that change or, or make that move that you asked for. Um, so it, it gets very difficult. Uh, and then you get situations where, I mean, people are going to draw their conclusions. I mean, based on one side of the story. I mean, I know when I was in the shop I and mean, one of the guys said that he knows that the the owner never said anything good about people that left. I mean, no matter how much that person did for the company. In my case, I was there nearly 25 years, and I mean, there was one part, he loved the line, I hope the grass is greener on the other side. And I mean, everyone's heard that phrase, the grass isn't greener on the other side, or whatnot, and he said the line to me, and I said, listen boss, I don't know if the grass is greener on the other side, but I hope you find a landscaper that cares for your lawn as much as I did. He smiled and kind of Gave me the little shoulder shrug and said, you did care. So then how come when I go back and visit, I, the one that did everything wrong and with the relationship ending, when I sat down and spoke to him, hey, I need this change and nothing got done. I need that change and nothing got done. Um, and then after I left, I mean, some of those changes got implemented in mean, other relationships that I've been in where it's like, hey, I, I need you to do a little more here. I need this adjusted and... The adjustments weren't made, and then when I have to make a change, I'm the bad guy. I'm the one at fault, um, and you, they don't acknowledge their contribution to the lack of success. I don't want to use the word failure because as far as I'm concerned, I mean, nothing's necessarily a failure. I mean, I remember seeing something that it's not pass fail, it's pass not yet. So you go, and I'm going to use archery analogy, you can, you score a certain amount of points and you win your pins, your Olympian pins. I mean, they go up um, from obviously the youngest age group and the smallest. You score 50 points, you get your first pin. When you score 75, 100, and it goes up and up and up. So you're trying to get the, the big ones, the bronze, the silver, and the gold that have to be sent from USA Archery from the office. I can't hand those out. So you get a kid that tries to score his 280 points and gets... 278 it's not a failure it's a not yet we're gonna go for it next month or we're gonna go for it next tournament and they score a 77 this time or 277 and and it's still it's not a failure it's a not yet and then finally they break through and score that 281 and they get their pin and again it's it's not a case of failing i mean we can look at things as a failure we can look at things as um, we didn't do enough or we didn't i mean get get our goals um it's a tough one but unfortunately when something is not successful and again let's take that team whether that team is and let's look at football or soccer there's 11 people on the field and for for either of those games there's 11 people on each team on the field but then look at Olympic Beach Volleyball, there's only two people. There's still teams. It's a two-person team. It's an 11-person team. And then obviously we can go even further beyond that into the coaching staffs and the managers and the strength and conditioning coach and the nutrition coach. And there's all sorts of underlying layers that go into the success or lack of success of those teams. And no matter what we look at, it's a case of everyone did something and or didn't do something that contributed to either the success or the lack of success. And my father wrestled in high school back in the sixties and he tells the story like it's kinda of like the Al Bundy story where Al Bundy had whatever it was, three or four touchdowns for Polkai, and it was the for those that remember married with children, it was the thing. I mean here he was this I mean, washed up shoe salesman, but he kept talking about his great game in high school. Well, my father would talk about a wrestling match that he he won for Danbury High School. Um, and he said, the coach told him, whatever you do, don't get pinned. And he went onto the mat and the other guy tossed him around like a rag doll until the match was over. But because he didn't get pinned, the team won. He lost his match, but the team won. He did what he needed to do to help his team win the meet. And... That's what you need. It's not a case of you getting your personal accolades all the time. Uh, I was just listening to a podcast that I listened to with three trainers, and they were talking about Dennis Rodman, who he wasn't a great shooter, he wasn't a great scorer, so he went out there and he did everything he could to be the best rebounder the game of basketball has ever seen and was I a mean, defensive player of the year, I and mean, rebounder, I and mean, records, everything. So when you look at his stats on the offensive side there was nothing there there I mean minimal it's not that he never scored a point and never did anything but his his role in the game was to be that I a mean, stopgap defense and he did what he needed to do I mean how many times did I and mean, did Jordan or Pippin get a second shot because he got the offensive rebound and ditched it back out to them and so you get situations like that I mean I say it all the time and and I've seen it phrased I'd say offense sells tickets defense wins championships. When I was coaching at the high school, I would email the newspaper to tell them about what we did. And it's like, okay, and Mike had two goals and 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 Bobby had and seven saves in goal and I'd also put that and Roberto and and whoever and Roberto and Jose played great defense to preserve the shutout. It's like there's no stats for the defensive players, but I would acknowledge them. So, Because if you don't score a goal, your name as a kid never gets in the paper. It's only the kids that score the goals or have the assists that get their name in the paper. So I'd make it a point every game, uh, obviously on the winning side, I would take pick one of my defenders and acknowledge them that they did a, a great job and their name would get in the paper. And everyone plays a role. Everyone plays a role in that win or everyone plays a role in that loss. So... Again, you have a game where and a, a pitcher gives up, and let's say you lose the game 5-2, to two, all right? and, the, and the pitcher gave up five earned runs. So there were no errors. Or let's say you only gave up four earned runs. He got the loss, but he gave up one unearned run because your shortstop booted the ball. And he gave up... Uh, we only scored two runs because, again, your first baseman struck out twice with a runner on third, and your... And left fielder hit a ball into the gap, but instead of stopping at second for a nice stand up double, he tried to stretch it into a triple and got thrown out at a third. Cardinal rule in baseball never make the first or third out at third base. It's just one of those things you don't do, but your runner had a brain fart and got thrown out. So there's a potential run with the two strikeouts. There's a potential run by stopping at second base. But the pitcher gets the loss, not that third baseman, not the first baseman. We have to take accountability for our roles. In both the success and in this case, I'm going to use the word the failure of anything, whether it's a sporting event, whether it's winning some type of tournament or a competition, whether it's a relationship that that doesn't continue or succeed. We all have a role in it and we all have a part as to why it ended up where it is, whether that's on the podium in success or whether that's I mean, no longer together. And and it's tough. And then and then you're gonna have the people that are gonna draw their conclusions. I and mean, there was just a the football game yesterday. Um, the, the Chiefs ended up losing to the Bills. There was a bad call, which I and mean, I don't know the actual intricate rules of, of football where there was a, a offensive lineman lined up off sides. Great play by the Chiefs, touchdown called back because Offensive offside, but I guess it's one of these calls that are never called. The player that was in the offside position had absolutely no bearing on the play. So you have the I mean, quote-unquote sore loser that we've always heard about I and mean, arguing about how that's a I and mean, a crazy call and it cost us the game and blah blah blah. But I I'm sure we can go back in that game and look at I and mean, four five six seven other plays that it's like here's what you should have done. Yes, I understand that play was called back, but what about the one where you dropped the ball here? What about the one where you threw the ball away? What about the one where this guy ran the wrong route? I and mean, again, I and mean, there's always going to be times, I mean, I had two times in, in uh, the league tournament for baseball where we lost one-run games. I believe one year it was one nothing, and one year it was 2-1. I got in the bus... I looked at my team, I shrugged my shoulders, put my hands up in there, and I said, What can I say? They got one more hit than us. It's in this case, it was no one's fault. It was there was no one to blame. There wasn't a missed sign. There wasn't a, a bad running I mean, mistake. There wasn't a an error on the field. It was the other team literally got one more clean hit. I and mean, and here's that situation where the pitcher takes the loss. I and mean, good pitch tip your cap the other guy got the hit but there's nothing nothing you can do about it i mean we can go back and say okay well we struck out why couldn't we hit and we can look at stuff like that and say all right we had the opportunity we could never hit we couldn't move the runners over we couldn't do this but there was no like standout situation so again all the blame can't go on one person and and that's the case with no matter what type of team it is whether it's a sporting team whether it's that relationship, you're always going to have a team effort in the success or a team ef- effort in the lack of success. And that's how it goes. And and again, one person, like in that press conference, can I mean, run their mouth and blame the officials and everyone's pointing their fingers to the officials and, and whatnot. And you have to draw your own conclusion. That's the same thing when you have and one person and putting social media and post all the time trying to blame one person of of a failure. You have to take your accountability. You have to understand what your role in the lack of success is. And on the flip side, pat yourself on the back when you are part of why something succeeded. And we, we all have contributions to the success of something. And we all play a role into why a, a team, again, whether that team is an 11-person football or soccer team, whether it's a two-person beach volleyball team, whether it's a 100-person corporate team, we all have a role and we have to recognize what our role is and why as a team we got to the point that we got to, whether that's on the top of the podium or whether that's or on the bottom of the standings. So... Yeah, and as we're moving forward and we're involved in different teams, regardless of the style, relationships, business, sports, let's remember, we all contribute to the level of success that that team has, and it's not all one person's fault and or credit. So let's keep moving forward, and I'll see you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at the PowerShift Mindset. And also visit the PowerShiftMindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.